Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. I think most of us, even those type A moms who have it all together, if she's got more than one kid, it's likely that she probably has a child who is highly distracted um, and who just has a hard time focusing. So what encouragement uh, can you give for those moms? Well, the first thing is just to be patient with your kids, um, you know, and understand that it's a process and that there are training things that need to happen. This is not something for most kids that come supernaturally. Um, And so and then the the big thing is really looking at those environmental distractions. I know we talked about that on Wednesday, um, but those environmental distractions for kids are huge. We as homeschool moms oftentimes look at all the Pinterest boards of all the pretty homeschool rooms and we we want to have the charts and the walls and the fun colors and all the paintings and all the things. And in reality, typically the highly distracted homeschooler children are going to get distracted by those things. And they actually do better typically in a more minimal environment. Um, mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you're, you have to be a minimalist or your whole home has to be minimal, but maybe that means that child needs to work in a different atmosphere than the rest of those places. Uh, maybe if you have a homeschool room, they need to do better in the living room than working with everybody else. Um, the other thing is noise, right? Our distracting yeah. kids, noises can be very distracting. So noise canceling headphones have been a lifesaver oh, in yeah. our home. You can get them from Walmart, Amazon, they're like $10. You don't have to buy super fancy ones. Um, And having my kids be able to just kind of block out the external, Mm -hmm. they can still hear me, right? They can still hear my voice, but it blocks out a lot of that white noise and helps a lot with being able to focus. Yeah, that is such a great point. And it's so funny as you're talking and it's like, yep, that's me. (laughs) I cannot focus if there's, if it's something that I need to focus on. Yes. Um, You know, if I'm, if I'm reading something that I really need to concentrate on, or if I'm writing something or, you know, studying something, if I'm preparing, you know, to speak, anything like that, I have to have complete, absolute silence. And so I'll put earplugs in. Um, no, sometimes I'll go to the library and yes. I'll just put earplugs <laughs> in. I, I cannot have any distractions around me because otherwise I just can't focus on what I'm trying to do. But my husband is the complete opposite he and my oldest daughter, actually both of my girls, um, to a point, they need to have something going on in their ears in order to be able to really focus and concentrate. Yes. It's the most interesting thing. And when Garrett was going through college, I he would he would listen to music loud as he was writing his papers, and I yes. was like, "How in the world?" <laughs> and he would say, "I can't write without." listening so to music. I have kids like that as well. Um, and yeah. oftentimes it tends to hit around middle school, at least in our home, is when they start needing that music more. Um, so yeah. we have boundaries around that. Um, so if you have kids who love to listen to music, at least in our home, what we have found to work is we say you can have music, but it has to be without lyrics. Because uh, the second there's lyrics going, your mind's mm-hmm. kind of getting spent in two different places. Right. And so, you know, in most homeschoolers' minds, they probably envision, you know, classical music being played throughout the home, Mozart, Beethoven. (laughs) Instead, in my home, I gave the parameters that it had to be without lyrics. And so Uh 
we end up with a ton of techno music, um, which just kind of like, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> makes me crazy. But yeah. my boys, my boys are actually able to listen or to work so much better when they have yeah. that going. Um, they also enjoy like the piano guys where they do all the fun music parodies yeah. and things like that. Um, and so there are a lot of things that they just enjoy listening to and it really does help them focus. So you have to find what works for you and your child and don't yep. assume just because something doesn't work for one that it won't work for the other. It's worth trying. Right. Um, yeah. And reducing the visual distractions. So I, I talked about the visual distractions on the walls, but for kids, sometimes making little barriers, you know, taking those project boards that you can get from Walmart, like for science fairs, yeah. um, or even some manila file folders and taping them together um, to give your child a little bit of a, a private workspace. Mm -hmm. We also were a family who were very picky about when we work all together. So we come together for group subjects, but when they're working individually, they kind of scatter throughout the house so they don't get distracted by each other. Um, right. So just thinking through what works for you and your children is a huge help in that area. One of the greatest benefits of homeschooling mm -hmm. is that there is not a classroom in the world that I know of where a teacher can take each individual child and say, okay, here is your learning style and here are your learning abilities. And, oh, Johnny needs noise canceling headphones. And, you know, Michael needs techno music playing in yes. his ears. Okay, let me cater to each one of these child's you know, needs, you can't do that with kids in a classroom. But as right. their mom, we get to focus on what their needs are, what their abilities are, what their capabilities are. And we can really help them to learn and to be able to focus on the task at hand. And it's part of our job as their mom to teach them how to do those things, right? And in teaching them as their homeschool teacher, we have such an advantage over kids who are in a classroom. Uh, you know, kids, as we, we, we talk to moms, and still there are so many moms, especially those new homeschool moms, who think that when they sit down and read with their kids, their kids need to sit on their little carpet square with their legs crossed and their hands in their laps, crisscross applesauce, and be totally silent so that they can hear the book that you're reading to them. And Every seasoned homeschool mom that I know will tell all of the new homeschool moms, no, 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 your kids need to move. They need to do something with mm -hmm. their hands. They need some kind of what, what a classroom teacher would think of as a distraction, right? Our kids need that. They need Play-Doh. They need to draw. They need to color. They need some kind of fidget in their hands. They yeah. need to be flipped upside down, standing on their head so that they can listen to what it is that you're saying to them so that they can actually learn. And so what a classroom would see as a distraction, we get to see as homeschool moms as an advantage to teaching our kids in the home. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.